You're listening to the Van Moody Podcast. Our passion is transforming the world by transforming lives. In today's episode, we'll conclude our new series with Part 17, A New Way of Moving, The King and the Kingdom, Part 4. Pastor Michelle Evans explains how our thoughts, our finances, and our decisions are all integral to stepping into the life God has for us. Let's get started. God bless you and welcome to the last Sunday of this year. God has been so great and so kind. And if you've been tracking with us, listen, online, I want you to tag and share. Get your family members, get your children, the dog, the goldfish, the cat. Get everybody in. Say, listen, it's the last Sunday of the year. We getting ready to get what God has for us. We getting ready to cross over into new year, powered like kings and queens. We're getting ready to walk over into the promised land and possess it. Come on, give her the glory here in the room. Take out your TWC app and follow along. Take it out and follow along. Tag and share. Get your family members in on this as we go to the word. Colossians 3 beginning in verse 1 through 4 and we're going to glean from the New King James Version as well as the Message Version. We'll read the Message Version first. Colossians 3 1 through 4 says this. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along eyes to the ground absorbed with things right in front of you. Look up, be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. What is his perspective? kingdom perspective that same verse that same verse in new king james version says this if then you're raised with christ seek things which are above some versions say set your affections on things that are above not on things that are of the earth that are sitting right at the right hand of god set your mind on things above not on things that are of the earth for you died and your life is hidden in christ when jesus who is with our us appears then you also will appear with him in glory well if you've been trekking with us any time for the past few months you know that our bishop has been in a series new, 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 and then, then December came and the Lord gave him the vision for a king and a kingdom and he's been walking us through the nuances of what it means to move as in kingdom authority, what it means to uh, take your rightful place, what it means to act like you know who you are in Christ, to, to know what you have in Christ. And, and, and he taught us last week, he, he told us on last week that service is a kingdom culture. He he also told us that serving separates the sheep from the goat. Now, I don't know about you, but Bishop broke that thing all the way down to the common denominator because he said that, listen, sheep and goat at certain stages, they look the same. And unless you have a discerning kingdom eye, you don't know which from which. He broke that thing all the way down and then told us that serving brings the blessing. So... Today, I have the task and the honor to stand between what is going on now and what we're getting ready to cross over into. And I, I have the honor to be able to stand here and, and get us prepared for New Year's Eve night as we get ready to step into something new, as we step at the threshold, as we stand at the door to cross over into a new season, a new year. And we're not making New Year's resolutions. We're walking in our kingdom authority. We're decreeing and declaring who 
we are in Christ. I'm not begging and asking nobody's permission to be who God has called me to be. And so we're standing at the precipice of a new season as kingdom citizens and walking in our kingdom authority and in our kingdom power. And God stopped by on the last Sunday of this year to say, listen, if you're getting ready to go into this door, it's prepared for you. It's ready. You got the keys. But before you get ready to go in, there's some housekeeping things. We've been talking about a new way to live, a new way to to, to serve, a a new way to give. And today, King and the Kingdom, part four, we're going to close this thing and step into moving forward. And we're going to talk about a new way to move. God has stopped by on the last Sunday of this year to say, listen, if you're going to walk into your kingdom authority, if you're going to move different, if you're, if you're going to uh, apprehend and, and, and get everything that God has for you. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm in a place in my life where God, whatever you want from me, I want it. I don't, listen, if it ain't got to be hard, don't make it hard. I want whatever you want from me. I want to apprehend the promise. I don't want to stand here and look at the promised land and just be able to look at it and salivate and wish I could get in. God, you have equipped me. You've given me the power and the authority to cross over into something that's mine. He says, before you do that, kings and queens, before you do that, before you step over into this new place and move forward in what God has for you, he said, you're going to have to move differently, number one, in your mind. Uh, your mindset got to shift. Uh, kings and queens and kingdom authority people think different than poppers and poppers and, 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 and people down. They think different. You got to move different by how you think. I don't know about you, but there's been seasons in my life the way I thought and the way I let things get in my mind caused me to be backtracked and, and caused me to be shackled and caused me to miss what God had for me. I don't know about you. I just preached to myself on the last Sunday of this year. I need what God has for me. And there's been times where my thoughts have kept me captive. There's been times where my thoughts got me into something that God had to snatch me out of. There's been times that my thoughts had me thinking something, Mother Sheila, that wasn't nowhere true. The devil is a lie. And there's been times if you're going to cross over kings and queens, if you're going to get what God has for you, you got to get free in your mind. Proverbs 23 and 7 says this, For as a man or woman thinketh in their heart, so is he. Whatever you think you become, whatever you keep meditating on, you become. Whatever you keep uh, rehearsing over and over and over again. What good is it to come in here Sunday after Sunday? What good is it to be on a prayer call every morning? What good is it for Bishop to spend hours and hours pouring and teaching? What what good is it to get dressed and come to the house? I'm so glad to be back in the house. What good is it if your mind gonna keep you shackled up in jail? What good is it? Oh, gross! Oh my God! As you think, as you meditate, as you rehearse, so you become. Actors, when they get on stage, 
cue. They do what they rehearse. Uh-huh, we show up in life as we rehearse. I don't care what you say. All I got to do is watch you to see what you've been thinking. All I got to do is watch how you act and move, and I know what you've been thinking. All I got to do is get your back up against the wall and put up a little bit of pressure. I know what you've been thinking. Romans 8 and 6, the New King James Version says this, for to be carnally minded, fleshly, worldly, down here minded, is death. Death in what? Death in my relationships, death in whatever I put my hands on, death in the opportunities, death. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I don't know about you, but peace is my portion. I don't know about you, but life and life more abundantly is what he died to give me, and that's what I shall have. Every now and then, you need to look yourself in the mirror and say, get your mind right. Get your mind together. You are a kingdom kid. You are a broad priesthood. You are above only and never beneath. You are a lender and never a borrower. My sons used to play traveling basketball, Bishop, and one of them, he was, he's, he's good, he's real good, but um, he has his mother's old temper, mm -hmm. okay, I'm just being real, and he, he would get in the game and, you know, let the opponents and the other team get in his head. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to see how long he's going to let this go on before I say something. I'm going to see how long he's going to let this go on before coach call a, call a time. And, and he would, he would get, get flush, flustered and frustrated and start turning over the ball and, and, and start getting uh, uh, texts and files. And I would scream from the bleachers, get your head in the game. came by this morning to tell you, listen, if you're going to move in what God has for you, if you're going to apprehend it, if you're going to get it, get your head in the game. If you're going to walk in your kingdom authority, get your mind right. If you're going to have everything that God has for you, you got to work, not worry about what people are saying. Cast down thoughts and imagination and lofty stuff that exalts itself against what you know to be true about God. Kings and queens don't just listen to anybody. You can't counsel me. Know about you, but I'm getting a little selective right up and through here who I let speak to me and talk to me. I'm getting real selective, uh, Minister Keisha, when that name pop up on the phone. Uh-uh, not today. I'm getting real selective and, and wise in what I accept. I got somewhere to be, and I ain't got time for, for this and that. I'm going there. Norman Vincent Peale, a minister and an author of the books, The Power of Positive Thinking, Enthusiasm Makes All the Difference. The book is uh, You Can If You Think You Can, says this, change your thoughts and change your world. I don't know about you this morning, but if, is there anybody, if you took a snapshot of your life as is, as is, somebody say as is, if you took a snapshot of your life right now at this time at 1049 a.m. Central Standard Time, if you took a snapshot, are you pleased with what you see? 
Or do you want the, do you want the picture to change? Came by this morning by the power of the Holy Ghost to say, if you want that snapshot to change, you're going to have to start thinking different. God woke me up and messed with me around three something this morning, Bishop, and I go, God, what you want? I'm tired. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm already sick. Got to call Bishop and say, listen, you got to find somebody else to do this. And, and God says, no, I want to speak to you. So I'm pacing and walking the floor, and I start speaking life to myself, and I start telling myself what God has called you to do. I start telling myself what you did doesn't disqualify you for now. I started talking to myself and telling myself. You are who God says you are. Your kingdom life is going to rise or fall on your thoughts. If you're going to move different, God showed me this this morning around three something, Brock. He said, chickens and eagles. I was like, okay, I don't eat meat. What that got to do with it? What, what? God, what you saying? One lay eggs, right? I don't know. I don't know. He said, I want you to listen, listen, be still. So I'm sitting on my bed and I'm rocking back and forth. And he said, listen, if, you, if you're going to walk in your kingdom authority, you can't be a chicken. You're going to have to be an eagle. I said, okay, God, what's the difference? Mother Sheila, he said, chickens scratch, uh-huh, but eagles soar. I want to know this morning who's ready to soar. I'm tired of scratching the bottom. I'm tired of scratching what you think about me. I'm tired of scratching just enough. I'm ready to soar into more than enough. I'm tired of scraping and scratching the bottom of the barrel. I'm tired of getting leftovers. I live in abundance and so I want to soar. Time out for scratching. So if you're going to move this way, if you're going to move differently, not only do you need to get your mind right. Uh-oh, I want you. Don't check out now, but, but secondly, 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 you're going to have to get your money right. Okay, okay. This is the touchiest subject in the church, in the body of Christ, but we all want more of it and we all needed to do what God has called us to do. And so God is saying to us this morning through Malachi 3 and 10, listen, bring the tithe into the storehouse. Oh, come on, bring it into me. He says, and try me now in this. This is the only time in scripture does God say, I double dog dare you to try me. I wish you would just try me one time and see what I'll do for you. He says, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. I received this revelation driving from Bessemer over here. God, I said, Lord, I've heard people talk about the tithe and teach on it. And you hear people teach, well, you give God the 10, he's going to let you live off the 90. That's not what the word says. The word says, if you give him the 10, when he give it back to you, pressed down, shaking together and running over, you're going to have more than 100 you started with. Oh, come on, somebody. That's kingdom math. God, give me what you got. Blow on my little and increase. God, here's the fish. Here's the loaf of bread. Feed everybody I need to feed. God, I need the money. You stop hanging around people that say it don't take all of that. And why they got to do all of that? That's kingdom business. You don't know nothing about that. You thinking down here. Now, what, it, what they need all of that for? Why the church need to buy a business? We got to flip the community. That's why. We got to put our folks to work. That's why we need 
to do that. Last time I checked, running around this church ain't paid nail bill. If it did, your lights wouldn't be cut off, your rent wouldn't be due. We need the money. And if you're going to walk in kingdom authority, you better get your mind right and you better get them chips right. God, I need you to make it rain in my life. I need you to blow on my money. I need you to flip it. I got communities to snatch up. I got women that are better than beat I need to put in homes. I got children abused that I want to see do right. I got my own children to sow into. We're not hoarding up for ourselves, according to Matthew 6, 19 and 21 through 21. The, the Passion Translation says, don't keep hoarding for yourself earthly treasures. See, we're thinking different. Greed hoards. Oh, my God. Kingdom bills. Okay? Material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures for yourself that cannot be stolen, will never rust, won't decay, or lose its value, for your heart will always pursue, kingdom-minded people, what you esteem at your treasure. As kingdom citizens, the Lord spoke this to me, and I want to speak it to you. I want you to tweet it, put it on Facebook, put it on YouTube, put it on a T-shirt. I don't care what you do with it. But we don't give to get. We give to give. Oh, I'm going to say that again because I don't think the people in the balcony got it. We don't give to get. That's a poor mentality. That's a poverty mentality. Oh, that's a hustler's mentality. We give to give. we stand on this threshold of a new year old things behind us God doing a new work in us oh come on we've had some turbulence we've had some misunderstandings <laughs> we've had some fallouts ain't that what family do oh come on but kingdom minded people know that listen when a decree is made, listen, we might as well just fall in line and do what thus said the Lord. When a decree is made, when God says something, you ain't got to like it for him to move on it. You ain't got to approve what God has stamped his hand on. He going to move with or without us. So if you're going to move different. If I had time, I'd, I'd take you to Genesis 41. I just want you to write it in your notes. Joseph. They went and got him and said, listen, Potiphar done had a dream, done messed him up. He dreaming about skinny cows and fat cows. He, he don't know what's going on. It's, it's bothering him, though. He done dreamed about cows and what they got to do with it. And Joseph comes to him and says, listen, now I don't know how to interpret dreams, but God does. And so let me get with God and I'll get back with you. Oh, come on, somebody, you better learn how to give God the glory and let him say, listen, no, this ain't no power of my own. This is all God's doing. 
Joseph come back and say, listen, Potiphar, this is what the interpretation is. Listen, the seven skinny cows are a representation of the famine. It's a representation of lean times. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty familiar right up and through here. It's a representation of things not looking so good and, and things being wobbly. But he also says, listen, them seven fat cows you dreamed about, that's the interpretation of when things are good, when things are multiplied, when there's a surplus. What you're going to do is take something off of that and put it in a storehouse so that when the time of famine comes, I'm talking to business owners right now. I'm talking to people who get ready to set your family up right now. That when them seven years of slim and famine time come, they got to come through your storehouse to get what they need. They got to come through your surplus to get what they need. I don't know about you, but I want people to have to come through me to get what God has for them. I want people to have to come to my storehouse and buy from me because I done set my family up. If you're going to move different, you're going to have to get your mind together. You're going to have to get that money right. And lastly and finally, as I hurry to my clothes, God, I love you today. You're going to have to get what matters right. You're going to have to get your priorities in line. You're going to have to go to God and say, God, what am I supposed to be doing right up and through here? I don't waste enough time. And what what am I supposed to be doing with my life? And I I don't turn 50 and 60 and 40. Like age mean anything to God. But but what am I supposed to be doing with my life? It's got to be more to life than this. Let me say something to you. I'm very clear on what God called me to do. It ain't got nothing to do with these lights or this microphone. This is one hour of the week. God has called me to make a kingdom impact. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday around midnight. Oh, come on, somebody. It ain't got nothing to do with this. So if you're going to make a kingdom impact, if you're going to move different, you've got to get your mind and your money right and what matters. What am I supposed to be doing with my life? 2 Timothy 2 and 4, the Passion Translation, one of my favorite scriptures that I meditated on all year long. It means something different to me now, Bishop. It says, for every soldier, come, somebody say, I'm a soldier. Called to what? Active duty. That's for all of y'all that's been wasting time. You on active duty. It says must divorce. What does divorce mean? I got to separate myself, detach myself, sever myself, cut myself off from what distractions of this world. Why? This is my purpose. So that I may fully satisfy the one talking about Jesus Christ who chose me, who called me, who equipped me, who set me apart for now, who chose me for such a time as this. I gotta divorce myself from gossip and rumors. I gotta divorce myself from talk that mean me no good. I gotta divorce myself from talk that ain't benefiting the kingdom. I don't care what nobody else doing. That ain't no my business. I got to divorce myself. So y'all see me moving different in 2022. You keep your comments to yourself or take it to the throne. I've announced my stance. John 17 and 4 
We always talk about the model prayer being God's prayer, but John 17 and 4 is God's prayer. He said this, God understood his assignment. He said, I've glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work you have given me to do. I want you to know right now on this Sunday morning, you serve a finisher and you shall finish. You serve a finisher, so whatever he started in you, he's going to see it through to his completion. I just got one piece of advice for you. Cooperate with the work. Cooperate with what he's doing in your life. Move in sync with him so that whatever he got on your life, you can see it come to pass. Jesus understood the assignment. Jesus impacted culture and community, not just church. God, I love you today. I want to say something to you about your assignment and about your new way of moving. I want you to understand something about the fullness of your authority and your power that's accessible to you. Part of your assignment, don't miss this, don't ever leave it out, will always and should always include prayer. Don't you make another move. Don't you sign another document. Don't you go to another meeting. Don't say yes to nothing else. Don't move in nothing that people are pushing you to do. Don't say yes to nothing out of peer pressure. Don't feel like you need to be included in everything. God, give me, give me a few days. Back up. Give me some space. Give me six feet. I got to pray about this thing. I know it looks good. I know the opportunity sounds good. But God, is it what you want me to do? God understood the assignment. His mother came to him and said, listen, they're out of wine. And he looked at her, woman, what they got to do with us? It's not our time yet. You need to know the timing of God. You need to pray about your assignment. You need clarity. Some of y'all, water is muddy. You don't know night from day, up from down. You in everything. You say yes to everything. Everybody can get to you. Everybody can assess you. Everybody can call you. Everybody can talk to you and dump on you. It's time for you to understand your assignment and it will never be apart from praying Mark 1 and 35 the NIV as I come to my clothes very early in the morning while it was still dark don't Psalm say seek me early Jesus got up left the house separated himself and went off to a solitary place some of y'all lives are too noisy. Place to pray. You want to know what your kingdom assignment is? You got to get away with God. You want to know why your mind is messed up? Everybody else got access to it except Jesus. You, you want to know? You want to know how you're supposed to be moving? You don't know because your girlfriends and your homeboys are influencing every move you make. You listen to them more than you listen to God. When the last time you prayed and prayed for real, I mean sat there and listened to God and prayed with him and travailed and fasted. When is the last time you understood the assignment. As I come to a close, thank you, oh God. There's a code they're going to put on the screen online, track with us. And I want to
to say something to you. We're getting ready to cross over into a new year, a new season. You got to do some things different. There's just no way around it. You've been having this conversation with yourself, and God brought you here today to say, listen, that's it. You want a confirmation? They go to do on the fleece. It's over. You got to move different. You got to get your money together. You can't let another year blindside you like the past year and a half did, scrambling and trying to figure out how I'm going to pay the bills and who giving, who giving aid, who giving out checks. I don't care who giving out what. I want God to set me up. I don't need government assistance. I got kingdom assistance. Oh, come on, somebody. Over the next few days, I want to encourage you to do something. If you believe that Bible like you say you do, if you believe Jesus like you say you do, if you believe his word like you say you do, it's easy to say it in here. It's easy to say it amongst believers. It's easy to say it until the rubber meet the road. I want you to, over the next few days, on that QR code, it's saying, listen, if you're going to move different in some areas of your life, you got to sit down and evaluate your life with God. And if you know anything about an evaluation on your job, it's written out. Here's where you did well. Here's where you didn't do so well. Here's your strengths. Here's your weaknesses. Here's where you can tighten up. Here's where you're doing great. You're knocking the ball out of the park. Sometimes we got to sit down with God and say, God, and be honest. How am I doing in these areas? And so as we get ready to approach in the next five days, the new year, as we get ready to come here on New Year's Eve, and come together. I want you to come prepared to say, God, these are the areas where I want to move different. These are the areas where here it is. Here's our theme for the new year. Here's where I want to move forward. Here's where I want to keep it moving. Here's how I want to move in my kingdom authority. Here's where I want to see you move in my life. And Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, write the vision. Make it plain that you can read, with, read it as you run. Last time I checked, you can't read nothing that isn't written. So you got to write your vision. You got to write down what it is you want to see God do in your life. You got to write down the areas where you want to see change. And as you take out your app right now, you go to that and look at it and, and fill in your prayer requests. Fill in how we can pray for you. We're going to come together on New Year's Eve night and we're going to come with expectation that God, as I cooperate and walk in sync with you, I'm moving different and I'm moving forward. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your kingdom authority. Thank you for speaking to us, telling us who we are. Thank you for giving us another opportunity to move different. Thank you, God, for helping us realize how we need to change our mind and trust you with our money and walk in what really matters. God, I ask you now under the sound of my voice to move on the hearts of your people. They desire to see change. And God, you've told us today in order to see change, we're going to have to change. So God, we trust you now to grace us, to walk alongside us as we get ready to walk into our new season, as we get ready to move forward in all areas, as we get ready to see you do a complete overhaul of our life. 
we want to trust you. Father, I ask you now in this moment that people that are making decisions, maybe there's somebody under the sound of my voice, you're saying, listen, in order for me to move this way, I need to know that God is the Savior of my life. And all you got to do is believe in your heart. And upon that belief, all you got to do is open your mouth and profess that, God, I believe you died for me. Would you save me and give me this life that the worship center is talking about? Maybe some of you are saying, listen, I know I'm saved. I know I am. I know it. But, but I'm so far off the mark. How do I get back? It's simple. God said, return to me, backslider, because I'm married to you. Nothing you can do can separate you from my love. Just come on back. And it's just that simple. So whatever decisions you're making in this moment, everybody in this room praying, don't take for granted that the person to your left and right is saved. Online, whatever God is doing in this moment, we trust him. Go out to our website, twccc.org, and let us know what decisions you made today, how we can partner with you, and how we can pray with you. One thing I know to be true, you cannot do life alone. And when you get ready to make changes like this, the devil get mad. And you need all the help you can get. And God, we love you today. Father, we thank you and we honor you. God, I thank you for taking this word just as you've given it and how you've cut it up and given everybody the peace that they need. God, I ask you to help change me. Help me to move different. Help me to be about my father's business every single day. Make me a kingdom ambassador. Promote me in the kingdom, Father, only for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Come on, give God the glory. We hope you've enjoyed this message from Bishop Van Moody. For more information about Van Moody Ministries, please visit vanmoody.org. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed week.